0: COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines, covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly, and for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you.
1: We're on the road with Mickey. We're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go. We're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us. You'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up... A roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road.
0: Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. Today is episode number 18 for May 4th, 2020. And our feature topic today is Disney attractions that are no longer there that we miss And, um, we thought that would be a cool look A little bit down memory lane at some of the things that we we aren't able to experience anymore That we miss not being able to see So, um So we just thought that would be a fun little nostalgia ride But um, before we get into the feature topic, of course We are going to um, get into some cheddar from the big cheese And um, since we are now in May, it is May 4th The On the Road with Mickey giveaway is in full swing You are eligible and able to enter to win a Darth Vader scentsy Warmer with Wax And a $25 gift card And we were looking at it um, And I I guess that's probably about $100 value um, For your winning If you are selected to be the winner There's multiple ways to enter um, And you can enter multiple times each day So, um, for example, if you are on Twitter You can um, tweet out about the contest And you can do that each day and So each day is another entry in the contest So um, the contest is running And it started on May 1st And it goes through the 31st With the winner being announced on June 1st So good luck everyone We hope that you win And we hope that you have a lot of fun with the contest Um, So Sophie, why don't you take us on the next um, item on our Cheddar
1: Well Considering that it is indeed May the 4th May the 4th be with you I think we ought to highlight that yes We have received confirmation from Chip and Co That Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Is released on Disney Plus today
0: That's right, that's right And um, last week We saw online a special Happily Ever After fireworks show, didn't we, Soph?
1: Yes, we did Disney has released for watching For anyone to watch online this fireworks show And they have added special fireworks shots of Cinderella Castle For all the My Disney Experience apps So you might as well go check them out and download them for free
0: Yeah, they have um, a high-res version Which is like a 5 megabyte file and a medium which is a lot smaller, and um, and they are in everyone's, um, my Disney Experience app on their phone or or um, however you access it. So go check that out. But um, that that live or that online viewing of Happily Ever After is still out there. So I will post in the show notes the link. That will take you to where you can watch it If you haven't seen it So look for that on the notes for um, Over at ontheroadwithmicky.com And um, Our last bit of news Is big news In, in my opinion anyway Because it's all about um, It's all about The recovery The economic recovery task force For when Walt Disney World Might open back up Um They met on the 28th of April The Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force And they discussed options for reopening the theme parks And in their statement um, it, um, It seems like they are looking at June As being realistic For when Walt Disney World, Universal And other theme parks will open And that is exciting to me not just from a travel agent perspective, but because it shows that there might be light at the end of the tunnel. And so, um, you know, our trip in May, we we had to um, reschedule again because of um, the park being closed. But um, we have rescheduled for July, and um, like we were originally, we're planning in, for our March. Um, dates before it got changed We're, we're looking at um, Doing a lot of ride videos and having Meetups and stuff like that right Soph Right So so um, I'm, I'm confident that The July 12th through 18th Days are going to happen And that we're going to be at Disney on those Days so Hopefully I'm not jinxing us Fingers crossed
1: If you're jinxing us then you owe me An even better Birthday present than Disney reopening in June.
0: Okay. Okay. I don't know how much better I could get than that, though. <laughs> but anyway, so that's all the cheddar from the Big Cheese that we've got for you. Do you have anything else, Sophie?
1: No, I do not.
0: Okay. Then um, I'm going to take us over to our feature topic. And the feature topic for today. Like we were saying Is Disney attractions That are no longer at the parks That we miss And I'm focusing Primarily On um, On Walt Disney World Because I know some of the things That we have on our list For today Have um, Experiences at other parks And we'll mention Where you can still see them um, But But for this, I'm focusing predominantly on Walt Disney World Because that's the primary park that we end up going to So um, so anyway, do Sophie, do you want to start or do you want me to start with the first one?
1: I will start because I do miss this ride a lot Well, I miss the newest version of it There is actually a lot of history behind the ride itself And I would not miss the first version of it at all. But that (laughs) is Snow White's Scary Adventure. And it started off as a ride that seemed like it was very fast-paced. And you were just running through the forest and the evil queen was chasing you. So it was definitely scary. Definitely scary. But it has recently... Not recently It got an upgrade And it made it more palatable To kids like myself Who didn't really like scary rides And I was in love with the ride It's still at Disneyland yes And it's still the version of the ride That I enjoy But it is not At the Magic Kingdom Anymore Which is kind of a shame But it
0: is, And um and you're right Sophie when it first opened It was just called Snow White's Adventures I think And um and It was It was terrifying to a lot of people I don't remember writing it then But um But I know a lot of kids And a lot of people were like Boy that was scary And I think it was because It had such a, a, a Much bigger emphasis on the witch Um and so I think that's what made it scarier, but um, but yeah, like you, I miss it too because it was a lot of fun, and it was it was good singing, and you could sing with the dwarfs, and you could, you know, see the scene where where Snow White is woken up from her deep slumber, and it was just cool, and and it still had a little bit of of drama in it with regards to you know, the the what was it, the evil queen. But um but it wasn't nearly as scary as it as it was in its first go around. So I think they did a good job with it.
1: Yeah. And do you know what replaced it?
0: Yeah, it was replaced um by a meet and greet. So that when they were redoing Fantasyland and they closed um and they closed Snow White Scary Adventure. They made it into a a place for princess meet and greet. And I'm sorry, I don't remember if it's still that. Um, let me check something real quick. But um, but it, but it was, it was, it was definitely originally at least a short term. Meet and greet So let me check something Um, While I'm looking this up Sophie why don't you um, Move on to the next one on our list
1: Yes But hey at the very least We do have The Seven Dwarfs Mine mine Train To make up for the loss of Snow White And it features The same scenes that we like With the dancing dwarves And Snow White in the cottage But part of the the place where the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train used to be was actually in Fantasyland, which received a huge expansion, if you hadn't heard. And the land that was used for the expansion actually belonged to a place called Mickey's Toontown Fair. And in Toontown Fair, there were two houses— and they belong to a very special pair of characters for anyone who likes Disney, and that was Mickey and Minnie's houses.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um and I loved the Mickey and Minnie houses because they were walkthroughs, right?
1: Yes, they were. And although Mickey's house in Florida was not nearly as expansive as his house in Toontown in California. It was still very, very, like, immersive into the atmosphere that it presented. I, yeah. per- I personally liked Minnie's house the most, but that's because I was a little girl and I love Minnie Mouse.
0: Yep. So in Mickey's house, you could see his bed, but you couldn't get on it. Um, you could see his closet where all his clothes were. You could see that his kitchen. Was being redone um, If I remember correctly And um, and it was kind of like a walkthrough And there were places for pictures and stuff like that And then at Minnie house, Minnie's house You could play the voicemail And you could hear her voicemail message Of how she went shopping uh, with Daisy for shoes And And you could bake
1: a cake in her kitchen could,
0: You could bake a cake in the oven, and you could um, sit on the couch because I got a picture of you and me, Ma, um, sitting on the couch, and so that's a favorite mm-hmm. memory for me, and um, and things like that. So it was just a lot of fun just to be able to feel like you were in Minnie's world and Mickey's world, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, regarding Snow White' scary adventure. It was replaced by Princess Tale Hall um, Which also is actually over at Disneyland Paris as well um,
1: oh.
0: So it's called Princess Pavilion at Disneyland Paris But um, it's Princess Tale Hall in the Magic Kingdom And that's mm-hmm. the space that was previously Snow White's Scary Adventure So, And also it's at Shanghai Disneyland under the name Storybook Court So
1: Hmm.
0: So anyway, um, closing the closing the chapter a little bit on Snow White scary adventures, um, and then um, taking this is something that Sophie never experienced, but it's something I remember from when I was younger. When I was first going to Disney to the Magic Kingdom is perhaps um, is perhaps even something I only did be. Before um, Epcot even opened I'm not 100% certain But um, one of my favorite things was the Skyway From Fantasyland over to Tomorrowland and back And so I thought that was such a cool perspective And that's why I like that the Skyliner uh, um, Between resorts is now open up Because it reminds me of this a little bit It's like a new age Skyway. but the Skyway Sophie was a um, way for you to avoid the walk and you could have an attraction that would take you up in the air um, and you would be able to see the park from above. So it was really cool. And um, the you you took off from the the tower, which is r- right next to what is now the Rapunzel Tower. Um, which is the bathrooms um, And it and it was right next to Where the it's a small world ride is um, And you would take off From there or you could land there Because you could go either way um, And when you took off From there it would take You over and then it would Take you to a tower where you would shift Direction and it would land You Sophie over In Tomorrowland Over by Um by sunshine, um, oh, what's the the place where the dessert party is? Um, the
1: Tomorrowland Terrace.
0: Yeah, the Tomorrowland Terrace. I almost said Sunshine Seasons, but that's yeah, not,
1: that's that's over in that
0: Yeah, it doesn't go that far, <laughs> but uh-uh. um, but it would take you over by Tomorrowland Terrace, and so it was a great way to just get up and go over. And go over to a different land without walking over there Or you could go the reverse You know, you could go from Tomorrowland over to Fantasyland um, mm. And it was just a fun ride I really liked it But um, they had some mishaps with some accidents And they had some issues with maintenance for it And things like that And and I think it was showing a little bit of age so mm. um, So it was closed down And I don't remember exactly when but um but for the longest time though you could see the tower over by it's a small world because it was a brown structure and it was um it was kind of it, it for a moment for a little while it became a place where characters would come out for meet and greets in the streets and so forth but um but yeah, it was it was a fun ride, and it was someone that I really liked. And if you're curious, if anyone is curious, you can Google uh, Magic Kingdom Skyway and you'll probably see a thousand YouTubes of different videos of um, of it from people that were riding it. So it's just fun. So but that that's um, that's something that I liked when I was a kid.
1: Wow. Well, before we move on to the next attraction, which is actually over in Animal Kingdom, I think I have one last Fantasyland ride that I want to touch on. Go for it. That would be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which is still over in Disneyland. And to be honest, my dad and I, we don't particularly miss it in the Magic Kingdom. Because I
0: I I don't know. I I would certainly like it if it was at the Magic Kingdom and I would certainly ride it. And I liked I liked loved riding it at Disneyland. You didn't like it as much, but I loved it.
1: No, it's not my favorite ride at Disneyland. But what we do like about it is that before well after it was replaced with a very with a ride that's very close to my heart.
0: And that is
1: Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. There is actually a statue Of Mr. Toad in the Pet cemetery at the haunted mansion And that serves as a tribute To his ride Which was Taken down And I actually think the year That it was replaced Is printed on the Statue where he stands And I, I love for
0: certain but I wouldn't be surprised At all If that were the case
1: And I love the Haunted Mansion So of course I'm going to Talk about it
0: Yeah Um, You know I I don't remember Ever riding Mr. Toad's Wild Ride Over at at the Magic Kingdom Here at Walt Disney World And you know I'm sure that a lot of people Are like Mike you call yourself a Disney guy No I don't remember ever riding it But um But, you know, if it were there at the Magic Kingdom, I think it would be a hot ticket. And I think it would probably be um, a prime time fast pass for people that wanted to ride it. So, you know, Disney, come bring it back, you know, put it somewhere else. Keep it. Keep the, the main adventures of Winnie the Pooh, because I like that ride, too. But let's find some space and put Mr. Toad back, too. You know, I think it'd be awesome
1: Could probably go over by the Dumbo Except the Dumbo rides
0: By the Dueling Dumbos, it could perhaps Um, I don't know But I'm, I'm no Imagineer for for certain Um, but, you know, I, I do miss it Um, here at the Walt Disney World Because we come here more often So I would ride it more over here But, um But I'm glad that it can still be experienced at Disneyland That's for sure
1: Yes, I'm glad too Because people like it I don't, but people like it Mm -hmm. And I respect people's opinions
0: Yeah So moving on to the next item on our list Is the show that um, Sophie referenced over at the Animal Kingdom And that is a show about Pocahontas And, um, we saw this show, I think, Sophie, it was back in 2005, so this is going back a little bit in our gray cells, back to 15 years ago, um, and I, the reason I think it was 2005 is because I think it was that first trip when we stayed, um, with, with Aunt Leanne and her family over at Orange Lake, but, um. So I think we saw it with Riley, didn't we? And with Leanne But I anyway think so. I think so And it's called Pocahontas and her forest friends And it was a show at Animal Kingdom And it had, it starred Pocahontas, of course And her animal friends um, But also starred um, Grandma Willow Who was the willow tree And it was just a fun a Fun show you know it was A way for um, You to take A load off watch a show um, Here's Some of the songs from Pocahontas You know it just You know kind of Just delve in that moment And be in the moment for a little bit And what I really liked about it After the show was over Is that Pocahontas would stay around And you and she would be there For Pictures and autographs, and you could talk to her. And I remember you guys going up and talking to her, and we got pictures from it. So, and
1: I think that was one of the only places where you could get a picture with Pocahontas.
0: Yeah, it was. And, um, and then for a long time, you she wasn't at the parks, and now she is back at Animal Kingdom. Um, and I remember we saw her over at um, Rafiki's Planet Watch. Really? Uh huh. And I have a picture of you with her over there. So, this was a few years back, probably um, just after, like maybe 2011 or something like that. But um,
1: huh.
0: so I have a picture of you with her there, and she is still at Animal Kingdom. I'm not exactly certain if where she she can be found, but um, but you can find her for pictures and autographs um, at the Animal Kingdom. So which is cool cuz she's she's great. I like I like seeing Pocahontas. It's it's fun when when you guys were able to, to see her. So. Mhm.
1: Well, somewhat related to that, but very very loosely related is a is an attraction over in Hollywood Studios that I have mentioned Many, many, many times over That I miss A lot
0: Yeah, and what attraction is that, Sophie?
1: That is the Animation Academy Because Mm -hmm. I love The Animation Academy And yes, the one over In Disneyland was better Than the one in Disney World But I still miss the one in Disney World So much
0: Yeah And the one at, um Disneyland is at California Adventure Park. Mhm. So.
1: But I remember hearing you say once that after Rafiki's Planet Watch has run its course, that they were going to implement elements of the Animation Academy into Re- Rafiki's Planet Watch, and you could draw the animals there. Didn't you say that?
0: They they did open that up. So. Um, over, they reopened up Rafiki's Planet Watch, and one of the attractions that you can do there is a um, is a drawing class, very much like the Animation Academy, and the name specifically escapes me. So let me pull that up, but um, but you can do that now over at Rafiki's Planet Watch. So. That's this cool to be able to do that. Let me let me look that up while we keep talking. So, but um, but we always liked it, didn't we, Sophie? Because it was um, it had a lot yes. of cool drawing, you know, and they made it so simple and how to draw. So, yes, they did. So that to I me was think, really cool.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would have been able to draw Elsa until that person. That time I was there and we were drawing Elsa, I don't think I would have been able to draw her beforehand. But mm-hmm. with with the techniques that he showed us, I was drawing her over and over and over again, looking to see what my family members thought. Because afterwards, we had gone up to visit my cousins, and I was just drawing Elsa, 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 Elsa.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and you know it, it is who you are. You, you can draw and when you do and you get it in your head to draw something, a lot of times you draw it multiple times. But well, um
1: yeah and consider it okay. practice.
0: Exactly. Um so it is called it's located in Rafiki's Planet Watch at Animal Kingdom theme park, and it is called the Animation Experience at Conservation Station. So that's a long name. For a short um, thing that basically says draw your own character, and they're 25-minute classes, and you can get a fast pass for it. So it's it's a fast pass thing. And you know, Sophie, one of the things we have to do. Sorry, we're gonna I'm gonna taking a tangent here, but um, one of the things we have to do is decide and make sure that we're good on what. Fast passes we want because now that our trip is set for July 12th our fast pass date is May 13th so it would probably be a good idea to go through And just make sure that we have exactly A list of what we want um, and that nothing's changed from What we originally were thinking about
1: You're right
0: but this is certainly one that you could get a fast pass for. You could get an animation experience fast pass. So um, it's cool, you know. It's cool, and I, I'm looking forward to see how it's done at Animal Kingdom and see what I see what we think of it, comparing it to um, the Animation Academy from Hollywood Studios.
1: I agree, because there are bound to be changes. There always are. But that's yeah. what makes Disney Disney. Disney is exactly. full of change.
0: Exactly. And so next on on our list is one that I liked a lot, um, and it's interventions. And you know interventions is at Disneyland. I think it's still there, isn't it, Soph?
1: Um, the building is the still there? there.
0: Yeah, but it's but not it's quite the same. Okay.
1: No, it's not the same.
0: Okay, but because over at everyone, Epcot. Um, Interventions was broken up You had Interventions East and you had Interventions West And um, you know What really made it stand out To me was that it was A lot of different interactive Things all in In the two buildings you know It was you know um, Specifically I remember the, The The House of Tomorrow Or whatever it was Specifically titled, I don't remember the exact name of it. Greenhouse.
1: But, um, it was it, titled Greenhouse.
0: Okay, um, and I remember that though because it was so cool to get an idea of some of the technology that might make your house, you know, more more efficient, you know, and things yeah. like that.
1: More efficient, um, eco-friendly. Right. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Um. But it wasn't just the house, you know. They had other things. They had other little um, experiences that you could mm-hmm. that you could see throughout the throughout the pavilion. And it almost had like its own pathway of of way to maneuver through, so you saw everything, and it yep. was just a lot of fun. And it was a it was a cool little getaway. And if it was a July day with a hundred degrees outside going it was into interventions with awesome. yeah because it was air conditioned so it'd be awesome to get away from the heat for a little bit but um but you know just like a lot of things Disney like like you said Sophie things change so um, and this mm-hmm. is one of the things that's changing so it's it's gonna it's gone away And it's closed, but something new will come in its place And it'll be really cool, I think
1: Yeah, I think it'll be cool too Whatever they put there I can't wait to see
0: Yeah, me either And I think I saw It's one of the new Epcot things I think it's called Journey Journey... Um, Into water or something like
1: that Hmm Sounds like something that they might be Putting on the east side since Or yeah east side Because that's closest to The Seas pavilion
0: Yeah Yeah so it closed in 2019 It's going to become It's being replaced An attraction called Journey of Water And that's the one that's Inspired by Moana Ah So get ready Sophie because that I think will be really cool Now There's a website for those that are curious There is um, A Disney wiki And it's on Fandom It's called and the site is Disney.Fandom.com And They have a ton of different things All about Disney And of course Fandom is for the whole world But they have a section That's directly related to Disney And For the Journey of Water It's saying that it's going to be An interactive water garden So I'm really curious What that will be about Supposedly it's opening Next year so we'll see Exactly what that Relates to and what it will be like but mm. that's the replacement for Interventions So um, so I think that'll be really cool And, um, you know, we would be remiss If we didn't talk about some of our favorite parades Yeah Right, Sophie?
1: And I think we both know exactly which one I'm thinking of
0: Yeah, which one? Go ahead and take us down that memory lane
1: I am thinking of probably the most iconic set of music That I can think of that is not from a Disney movie And that will be the music from the Main Street Electrical Parade Like, whenever you heard that music You always knew exactly which parade it was And you always knew, hey, get down to Main Street Because this is the parade of lights to yeah. put it for yeah. lack of a better term it's the parade of lights
0: yeah and lights
1: um, everywhere
0: oh yeah and before um the main street electrical parade this is me showing a little bit of date here sophie but before main street electrical parade there was also a parade that had lights in it It was called Spectra Magic, and that was a good parade. It was not, in my opinion, to the level of the Main Street Electrical Parade. And the reason it wasn't is because um, the lighting for the floats just wasn't as bright. You know how the Main Street Electrical Parade, when it when we saw it, and how it just kind of just like blew up in your face. It was so bright.
1: Oh yeah, and And then
0: in Spectra Magic. Had really good, had really good um, music, to go with it, but it wasn't as bright. So to me, it wasn't my favorite. But um, but yeah. So go on. I'm sorry I interrupted your thought on Main Street.
1: And you knew it was bright because there was this one float in the parade, that when it had the ability to shut on and off, and when it shut off, you could not see. What was underneath It was completely Invisible to you Because you were so used To seeing that bright green dragon Named Elliot Mm -hmm. And Elliot can disappear In his movie So when the lights go off It's like he disappears, And all you see is the boy named Pete Who's riding up on his back
0: Yep Elliot And that float from Dragon is a great float That was a really really Cool um, float And you know After it left um, the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World it went um, To Disneyland For a spell And then it left And I think it went over to Shanghai or Tokyo Disney or Hong Kong Disney Um, Mm. I'm not sure where But um, i but to my knowledge I don't think it's playing at any of the Disney parks right now so I would love to see it come back because like you like you were saying it was it was a classic it was a great parade and um you know when I think of getting a popcorn and drinking a diet coke and watching a parade I'm watching the main street electrical parade while I'm eating my popcorn and drinking my diet coke um that's just mm-hmm. that to me is that closes the picture, you know, and that finishes the picture.
1: Especially with the final float that comes by.
0: Yeah, the the one that's to honor America. And yeah. it is so cool. Um you know, it just it just is cool. This all there is to it.
1: So. Yes, it's amazing.
0: So yeah, I miss that parade A lot of people, you know, some people don't like it because the music is so repetitious But, you know, I think for me that doesn't that doesn't matter And um, it's kind of like it's a small world People love the music or they hate it But I happen to be the, in the camp that loves it So there you go mm-hmm.
1: And personally... <laughs> Personally, as a member of the camp that also loves it a bunch I have to say to the people who don't like how repetitive it is It's a parade The music in Parade is always repetitive
0: Yeah, yeah And that takes us to another parade And this is a parade you may not remember very much, Sophie Because I only remember seeing it once or twice And um, and you would have been just a little girl when, when we saw it but um, I have a picture that um, I'm going to post it in the show notes Because it is such a fun picture And it is, the name of the parade was the Family Fun Parade And, um, and it was just a simple little parade at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock You know, depending on the time they had it um, And it was, it went down Main Street just like all the other parades do But what was fun about it was there was a float that was a fire truck from the Walt Disney World Fire Department, um, and riding on the fire truck was none other than Daisy Duck. And of course, Daisy is mommy's absolute favorite. So whenever she sees that picture on my computer, she is transported back to that parade, and it is such a fun. It was such a fun parade. Really? Just a simple thing, you know, and and it's not like it had a bunch of glitz and glamour or anything like that. It was just a fun parade and and you were there and you were able to see it. And I think that's what makes a good parade is just you have a memory afterwards that um that you remember moving forward for a long time. So
1: hey, could you show me that that picture when you get the sure. chance?
0: I will show you that picture. In fact, I'll text it to you. But um but yeah It's a fun picture it's a fun Little picture so I think You'll like it too but anyway That that parade like I said I don't remember a whole lot about It except that one scene Captured in time of Daisy duck on the back Of the Walt Disney World fire truck so um Just a lot of fun And that was the family fun Parade um and you know, we mentioned earlier In our Cheddar, we talked about The have, Happily Ever After Fireworks show, and that is The fireworks show for the Magic Kingdom, and that replaced Perhaps an all-time Great fireworks show um, Of all time And that is, that is Wishes, and everyone knows Wishes I think um, We have Wishes on our Soundtrack, we have it on our Disney music, it's a it's a great a great show and it's a great CD. So if anyone is looking for for um, to recapture the memory of wishes, go search iTunes or whatever for for the wishes um, the wishes soundtrack because it's really good and it it takes you right as if you're watching the watching the fireworks at home but um, mm-hmm. but wishes was absolutely. Um, was one of my favorites um, When it comes to fireworks shows And and it's funny isn't it Sophie? Because you and I used to not like the fireworks Did we?
1: Yeah because I was so scared Of the loud noise they made
0: So was I honey So was I Still am to some degree
1: I mean I've grown up and gotten over it Thanks to the state fair that happens every year
0: Mm-hmm. Now, for me, um, it it was it was life altering in some ways when we were at Walmart or Target or something, and and mommy found um, some earplugs and that you know we bought a couple sets and um, and afterwards when we're down there we're using them we found out that if you're a guest and you don't have earplugs and you're worried about Um, Your kids or you being um, Afraid from the sound Of the fireworks Disney actually has earplugs That they give away, disposable earplugs That you can get And just gently put them in your ear To help buffer some of that sound out And um, so you don't even Have to buy earplugs You can get them for free at the parks Um, And I don't think anything has changed In regards to that with, With coronavirus Because they're Individually wrapped and so forth But um But yeah when we had those earplugs All of a sudden it was like A whole another Aspect of Disney opened up For me at least And that was being able to enjoy the fireworks And really enjoy them Um so So to me that was cool being able to see that Um And you know and also Um Not only Wishes, but over at Epcot, they had a fireworks show, right, Soph?
1: Yes, they did Only it wasn't completely fireworks like some of the other parks' fireworks show And it was called Illuminations, Reflections of Earth
0: You're right, it wasn't just fireworks It was lasers, and it was music And it was um,
1: a giant globe that had projections of amazing images all over it.
0: Exactly. And the cool thing about Illumination, it went for a long time, it had a really long run, just like Wishes did. Um, And it's now been replaced temporarily by um, the show called Epcot Forever. And I think that's only going to be here for a little while and then they're going to have a new fireworks show that's going to be related to the 40th anniversary of Epcot cuz that's coming up in 2022 but um but anyway illuminations i loved it um it had it from fireworks perspective a strictly fireworks perspective it to me i guess it wasn't as good as wishes because it didn't have as many fireworks but um but I loved illuminations because of the music, especially the song at the end of the performance. To me, that is what really sold me on on illuminations was the song and the globe opening up and and everything like that. That was to me was really cool. so mm-hmm. And I think um, we were together on this, but I remember. We were walking It was after Illuminations We were in World Showcase And we were up over um, Close to the American Adventure And we were walking And we had to stop Because the drawbridge was opening And the drawbridge opening Was because the Earth Globe um, Float Was being put away for the night Because the show was over and it was really cool to see it up close. You yeah know? And It was and on it's a barge. So
1: huge. You it don't huge. realize you yeah. did not realize how huge it was until you saw it go under that drawbridge. Because from out in the middle of the lagoon, it looked like it was the size of a a basketball, maybe.
0: Yeah, not very big at all. Yeah. A
1: yoga ball at most.
0: Yeah. And um and you're right, Sophie. It is a lot bigger. It's it's so big they have to open the, the drawbridge up and people can't cross. So it's,
1: it's probably too big to fit in our living room.
0: Oh yeah, I definitely would think that. But um but it was cool, you know, to get that perspective of it. So um so I don't know if there's any other attractions in Things at Disney that we That we missed that we didn't talk about Do you think there is?
1: No, not that I can think of
0: Okay um, Then
1: I mean I guess, minus, yeah. minus the Sorcerer Mickey's hat at Hollywood Studios But that's not really an attraction
0: True um, you know, I do miss the Sorcerer Mickey hat. I know a lot of people don't, and they're glad it's gone. But I miss it. I thought it was a really cool um, set piece, and um, and I guess in in contrast to talking about Grandma's Chinese Theater, I miss the Great Movie Ride too. You know, yeah. But, uh, but that's been replaced by Mickey and Minnie and the Runaway Railway. So, um, so I think that that is probably a good replacement for it but um but yeah there's there's some other things i'm sure there's other things if we sat down and really thought about it and really you know dug into our notes and and memories we would find a couple other things that we miss but mm-hmm. you know overall i think we've got a pretty good list of stuff that that's no longer there that that we miss and you know i wonder what the what the listeners miss you know, I get some comments every now and again Usually on Facebook I get a comment about, you know, this attraction or that ride Or, or this hotel or this resort, you know, and things like that So what attractions are gone that you miss, listener? Um, let us know, you know, we've got our Facebook group It's On The Road With Mickey group And we've also got our page, On The Road With Mickey um, On our Facebook page and of course, we've got the website uh, which is on the or you can email us at info at mickey.com or you can leave us a voicemail. Our voicemail number is 919 799 8390 And just tell us what you miss and um and let us know. I'm interested to hear what you what you guys are missing as well. So um, so reach out to us and let us know. But that wraps up our feature topic for today And that takes us to this day in Disney history For May 4th And Sophie, take it away
1: I have got a very nice piece of history for you guys And that is It revolves around the longest voice actress For our beloved Minnie Mouse and her name is Russie Taylor, and she was born on May 4th, 1944, and she was the voice of Minnie Mouse since 1985. She was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and she also voiced Huey, Dewey, and Louie Duck, and Webby Van Der Quack in DuckTales, the television series. Wow. And did you know something about her?
0: I'm sure I didn't. I'm sure you're going to tell me.
1: Miss Taylor was married to Wayne Alwine, the third voice of Mickey Mouse. They were both named Disney Legends in 2008.
0: And you know what, Sophie? What? I actually did know that. So, way to go, me. I'm happy.
1: Yay! <laughs> Very good job.
0: Yay, me. I did know that. Um, and. I'm not mistaken Didn't um, Didn't She just recently passed away Maybe within the years ago
1: I it am It does not say Hold on
0: Let's I, see. I'm thinking she passed away recently
1: Yes she passed away on July 26
0: 2019 I remember I think that's when I remember hearing and learning that that Wayne was her husband, was also the cast member who was Mickey Mouse. So I think that's yeah. cool. but, um, but that's cool, though, that she had such a prominent role.
1: It is.
0: And also in the other characters, you know, and a lot of the voice actors that. That Disney used for Different things Had roles in other, other Characters that you wouldn't necessarily think about So that's cool Sophie do you have anything else For the Disney history for May Fourth?
1: I do not
0: Okay Well let me turn the page And we are going To look at The Disney Who's Who character this character is known and loved By you, Sophie By me uh-huh. By a, probably a billion other people And she has One word And it is Lady Lady in the Tramp And as we all know Lady is exactly what her name implies She is a lady and out. She was raised in the lap of luxury She is thoroughly faithful to her adoring humans Jim Deere and Darling And knows little of the hostile world a dog on the streets can face But when her owners go on vacation She's muzzled by Aunt Sarah And runs away Only to be cornered by a pack of wild street dogs But out of nowhere Tramp leaped to her defense The independent charmer shows Lady That while there's danger in the outside world There's also life A world of adventure Where beavers can be be conned into removing muzzles And a dark alley can become the site of a romantic dinner For all Lady's sweetness She has a colder side too She can hold a grudge and she does when she thinks Tramp has wronged her. But she is also able to forgive. In the end, Lady can't help herself. She falls head over heels for the charming mutt. So, three bits of Did You Know, Sophie? Yeah. Did you know that Lady was inspired by a drawing, one of Walt Disney's storymen? Showed him of his own cocker spaniel
1: No I did not
0: And do you remember the scene with the rat In the baby's bedroom
1: Yes I do In
0: the movie Well in an early version of the script It was Lady who was meant to kill the rat In the baby's bedroom
1: I'm just glad that the rat got killed either way
0: Yeah And then (laughs) I'm sure you knew this. Tramp's pet name for Lady is Pidge. P I D G E. Pidge. Pidge. Ah. So, that is who our who's who character for May 4th is, and I'm going to close this out with a timeless Walt Disney quote. And um and it, it's very relevant to today's show. Only because of um, the nature of looking back at attractions that are no longer there And simply put, Walt said Disneyland will never be completed It will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world And many people have taken that quote And applied it to Disney World as well And also as a way of reminding people that, you know, if it gets, if it's ever considered completed, there's nowhere else for it to turn to. So, so I thought that was appropriate quote for today's show. What do you think, Soph?
1: I think that is an amazing quote, and I agree with you. That quote is one that we really do need to remember.
0: Yeah. And I know I don't like to change Sometimes and I was very against um, The New Fantasyland update And how it was closing to town Fair and how Starbucks was going to be taken over For the Main Street Bakery And and on and on and on And I was like yeah. this is horrible It's the worst thing ever created It'll be, It's going to Be horrible it won't work Well Guess what it worked and it worked really well So
1: they made it work Amazingly
0: yeah and it works Super well and you can hardly remember You know that It wasn't that way you know
1: To be fair though They did say that Mickey's Toontown Fair was supposed to be Temporary to celebrate Mickey's birthday
0: Yeah it was And and it it Ended up being there over 20 years Longer yeah Yeah. (laughs) So it was, but still. But anyway. it
1: also run its course.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, but yeah, that's that just goes to show I don't know anything when it comes to things that will or won't work. Um, and they know a lot more than I do. So that finishes up our show Next week, Sophie and I are going to start a little series on resort hopping And it's not necessarily resort hopping like you think When you just go in one day and visit multiple resorts in the same day Um, It's more of a discussion And we're going to talk about some of our favorite resorts Um, And we're breaking it up into um, value-moderate and Deluxe and Deluxe Villa um, category. So there'll be three separate episodes. And next week, we're going to be looking at value resorts. So um, I'm going to be hitting up other people for information about what they liked in, in various values um, and what they didn't like. And um, and we'll be sharing with that with you next week. So until then, um, th- well, just a reminder... That On The Road With Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. Tech Solutions is found at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook. And you can reach Mike for travel needs at mike at pixievacations.com or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. So thank you for uh, joining me, Sophie. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye.